Welcome to Colorado State University's new podcast, The Audit, where host Stacy Nick talks with CSU faculty about topics ranging from their latest research to current events. Agriculture is big in Colorado, and a recent survey from the Colorado Department of Agriculture shows that Coloradans care a lot, not only about how their food is grown, but where it's grown. More than 80% of respondents to the 2022 Public Perceptions and Attitudes about Colorado Agriculture Survey said seeing an item was grown or raised in Colorado was most likely to influence their decision as to whether or not to buy a product. That's great news for marquee brands like Palisade Peaches, Pueblo Chilies, and Rocky Ford Melons, but it's also great for the industry as a whole. Don Thilmany is an agricultural economist and professor with CSU's Department of Agricultural and Resource Economics. She's also the co-director of CSU's Regional Economic Development Institute and director of the new Northwest and Rocky Mountain Regional Food Business Center. Today I'm talking with Thilmany about what the survey tells us about the impact of agriculture in Colorado and the bi-local movement. Hi Don, thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk about this. All right, great. Well, we're heading into prime farmer's market season with some of the premier crops, you know, Palisade peaches, Olathe sweet corn. Uh, how did the bi-local movement become so important in Colorado, and how has it impacted Colorado agriculture? It's a great question. I feel like I've gotten to grow up with this sector because it kind of really started about when my career started 25 years ago. And we'd always seen farmer's markets take shape across communities in Colorado, but we really saw an increased attention and interest in farmer's markets really starting a couple decades ago. And when we talk to consumers about what interests them, not all consumers are the same. For some people, they really notice a quality difference. They, and, and for some crops, that makes a lot of sense, like fresh fruits like sweet corn and peaches. For others, they say it's, it's a sense of paying into their economy and their community. And they know the farmers they're meeting. They see the land that they're stewarding. And they want to make sure they're still here for the next generation. And yet for others, they see it almost as an environmental win. They know supporting those local goods makes sure there are still those farms and ranches that often provide the open spaces they have as their viewscapes or they recreate in. So really, depending on the consumer, you might have an entirely different answer. But all of those forces coming together have made for it to be a really strong and growing movement. Have you seen that kind of impacting agriculture? What's kind of been the benefit? The biggest changes we've seen happen that affect agriculture in the most visible ways are, of course, we used to have a, a more homogeneous set of farmers. And by that, I mean, they a lot of them did about the same thing. What we've really seen is a couple different populations of producers break off. Some are still very much doing the same thing they've done for a century, mostly looking at national or export markets for the products. But then there's some other producers who really found either they had a real talent for customer service or they never wanted to be as big as you need to be for national markets, who've broken off. And just like we saw in the craft beer industry, they kind of became our craft food producers. They they spent more of their time not just on producing food, but also making venues, markets, sometimes even agritourism that actually fully embedded a customer experience alongside selling food. And then another dimension that we've really seen is that we've actually even seen other institutions look at how they can bring local food into that, whether it's the farm to school movement and people wanting to see products grown around them in their school lunches, or it's King Supers wanting one part of their produce case to be all Colorado grown, or we're even seeing more food companies start up like 
craft brews are the most popular, but we're now seeing craft bakeries that feature grains from Colorado, and we're seeing craft busher shops, which only carry Colorado meat. So we're seeing little tentacles where this interest in local foods is almost changing the structure of how some households buy and eat food. In the survey, 83% of Coloradans reported that knowing a food product was grown or raised in Colorado influenced their purchasing decision when shopping or dining out. Even more than than terms like organic or gluten-free, things that you would think would have a really direct impact on those decisions. Why is being locally produced such an important element in purchasing agricultural products for Colorado consumers? For the quality dimension, of course, there are products which we have scientific evidence lose some of their nutrients and eating quality the longer they are from harvest. Um, Particularly, you mentioned peaches, sweet corns, melons. And so I think there's a big win in some people's minds just because they know they're getting it at its freshest, best point of eating quality. That's, I think, how this started. But like I said, now it's become almost like a, a a marketing relationship. Like people have their personal farmers that they like to go have a talk with at the farmer's market or they stop by their stand. Or there's even towns in Colorado who have festivals based off the product that they're highlighting. Uh, Loveland still is a sweet corn festival. So I think it's almost become a community building or cultural pride of product in, in what's from their part of the state. Pueblo Chili's is the most nascent here. We've seen the biggest growth there. And then, you know, I, th- I think last of all is, again, just just like people love our Colorado flag, there's just this weird essence in Colorado, a lot of state pride. And I think it just translates to food because when we think about it and it comes down to it, it's the most frequent decision we really make as humans because we tend to eat one to three times a day. And so you're making a choice about that. So it it being top of mind is great for our industry. I think producers would tell you it's been a little harder to navigate because for all the interest in eating local, people still do have their habits and they have this tendency to want to go to a grocery store once a week or the restaurants they want to go to. So when our producers can't quite get their products into exactly the right places, we fall short but because uh, farmers markets can't carry this all. But we're continuing to see innovative ways producers are getting their product in front of Colorado consumers as much as possible so they can get that market. Is this unique to Colorado or is this something that they're seeing across the country? We have seen a local and regional food system movement across the entire country and almost every state has a state brand like our Colorado Proud. But when there's been surveys done on this, we have probably the best brand recognition of any state seal in the country, which is a testament to the great job Colorado Proud has done. But I also think it it oddly kind of even fits with our both our outdoor culture because farmers markets are a outdoor way to recreate. But I also think it even fits with our tourist culture. Like I think some people even when they're touristing here come to our markets. Again, we like to even think it might have some connection with the craft brew industry. And we were one of the big players in that too. And people just looking for something different than average. And um, a lot of different foods now have benefited from people looking for that. One of the things that I, I thought was interesting in the in the survey results was that the, the top five products that respondents mentioned as being grown or raised in Colorado, uh, it was corn, peaches, wheat, beef, and cantaloupe. Well, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's mixed because Three of those crops and, and are very big sales leaders for our state, cattle being, of course, the dominant one, whereas peaches and melons aren't really that big in sales. They're just so visible when they're in season, and they're two of those that the eating quality, some people would argue, is at its best when it's fresh picked, so having it local means a lot. 
then you flip to weed and beef. And I think there, that's a lot more about people seeing or envisioning as they drive the roads of Colorado. Those are the kinds of farms that are keeping large landscapes as undeveloped viewscapes that are part of what they want to believe their Colorado is. Because in the same survey, we saw the hypermajority of Coloradans really even say agriculture is part of the quality of life of living here. And I think that's because maybe some of them came from more concentrated developed areas and they love the fact that you can get outside of our cities and there's wide open spaces. Agriculture makes a lot of that possible. Yeah, it's interesting because that survey, as you mentioned, it showed overwhelming agreement. I think it was like 98% as to the importance of Colorado's food and agricultural industry, not only to economic development, but to that, that quality of life that you were talking about. What does that tell you about the current status of the industry and, and why is a survey like this important? First of all, it's very reaffirming because, you know, we obviously do this with the Department of Agriculture because the bread and butter of CSU's Ag College and College Department of Ag is knowing that we have the public wanting to make investments in the space. So, but then when you get into a little bit more of, of the nuance talk, you know, we have started new programs in both government and universities, starting with the government. They've had the Colorado Proud program for, again, since I've been here 25 years, this kind of confirms to them that's done its job of getting our products visibly in front of our consumers who have all those buying dollars in the food markets. And it's actually having perhaps an effect on the bottom line or the number of farms and food businesses that survive because of they have those markets. Their newest investments have been in some climate smart agriculture programs. But again, these results also confirm that the respondent said, we think it's appropriate to use public dollars to make sure we have farms going forward. And so it gives them reassurance that their public dollars are being invested appropriately for what the public wants. We at CSU, very similarly, we, we've we had a food systems team for about 20 years, and now we have this new Food Business Center grant. was well, pretty confirming that that was a right direction and investment to go in when our, our population is telling us, yes, please, we want more. And similarly, we're coming alongside the Department of Ag with some of these climate smart programs. Gene Kelly is leading a new climate roadmap for the whole USDA. It's telling us again that the public is there. And what we want to believe about Colorado is we're not that unlike the rest of the United States, but we've tended to be early adopters. We're three, five, 10 years ahead of when the rest of the country decides they really want to invest and be in a space. So we like to think of ourselves as early indicators. So of course, it's really important for us to deliver on these investments and promises well, so that we're setting the stage for the, the whole country who might follow behind us to learn from what we did well and improve on what we could have done better. So it's 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 been a fun place to work at Colorado State because of that, because we've had our public so behind us thinking these are important problems. We're just excited at Colorado State University that we have such a strong partnership with the Colorado Department of Agriculture that they've let us come alongside them to do these surveys. We're now on our 30th year of, of tracking this for Colorado consumers because you have a lot of conversations with a lot of people where you think you know you're working on important problems, but to have a representative sample of Coloradans tell you that the issues that you've chosen to focus on make policies around, do research in and teach on are what's top of mind for them is really reaffirming to public institutions like the government and the universities. So we're just really glad our Department of Ag had the foresight to frame a, a survey like that and that we've continued it so many years. It's been a great partnership. 
That was CSU agricultural economist Don Thilmany speaking about the results of the recent CDA Public Perceptions and Attitudes About Colorado Agriculture survey. I'm your host, Stacey Nick, and you're listening to The Audit.